Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Father Daughter First Down. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. Welcome back. I'm the father, and you are the daughter. We are doing this again. Season number two. Two. 2022. Um, Oh, I like that. 2022, season two. Uh, we were definitely, or I was skeptical about doing this again. Um, very reluctant. I had, I had very, to push you. So why were um, you so reluctant? You know, I do most of the work for this. So um, <laughs> you kind of just show up and record. So uh, yeah, based on the feedback, we will see how far we make it into <laughs> season. Well, two I think of part this. of the reluctance was we, we really thought the bears were going to be so bad this year that it would be, get repetitive. But then we yeah. started talking about introducing other things to talk about football wise, like other teams in the NFL, things that went on in the off season and, you know, so on and so forth. The, the, the drama that is the NFL more I than the bears each year, it gets worse and worse. And I cannot keep up with all the trades and contracts. I mean, who's going to jail and who's there was a solid, like, couple weeks to a month where I was just like, can I get a wellness check on Baker Mayfield? Because I feel so bad for him. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what's going through. We were, we were both well, well, Um, we were both rooting for him today. Yeah. And he was playing his old team, the Browns, and they lost by two points, I believe. And we kept on saying, we kept on saying in the off season, if there's any team that's more dysfunctional than the bears, it's got to be the Cleveland Browns because they signed that crazy contract with Deshaun Watson, knowing that he was going to be suspended. Nobody knew how long, and we can talk, we can devote a whole show to whether that was right or wrong, but that was a large part of the season, the off season drama. Oh, yeah. And this is, you know, the second season that it has been off season drama and in season last season, I believe. So, right, right. That so, we can anyway, go on about for, for days. Let's talk but about the Bears. We were at the game the today. Bears. We, we the game went today. to the game. Okay. We okay, braved on. the rain. We braved okay. the rain. Okay. My, you can my take hat, your hood off for dramatic. My hat is still wet, but I, I feel like I'm still wet. But I have, I got home, I took a warm shower. That was a fun game, though. That was an incredible game. I am so glad we went. Thank you for taking me. You're welcome. Um, But before we even got to the game or when we were getting to the game, I was like, shit, I don't know anyone on the team anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We were were looking. We were looking at the starting players. We needed to learn names. We, We needed to learn names. This is one of the youngest teams in the NFL. Yeah. And uh, it's a new regime. It's a new general manager, new coach. Um, And so with that, there's a lot of unknown. And we learned something today. But I I think the real story of the game, besides the victory, was really the weather and penalties. And And this time, the penalties were not on the Bears, which is. Yeah, the Bears were. I don't know if you remember, but uh, last year, especially and, and throughout the Nagy, we were time, one of the worst penalized teams in the entire league. And, and we would get all these like unsportsmanlike conducts. Not saying that the penalty was on the Bears was the biggest shock of the day. It was a pleasant surprise, really. It was so we, relaxing. And there was, there was the one penalty pati- saved us, by the way. 
Oh my God, the penalties made the Saved game for the Bears. Yeah. Passes. Got at one point, downs. no, at one point we had more first downs on penalties than we had on plays. I think in the end, San Francisco had over 80 yards in penalties. I think it was close to, I think it was 99 to be exact. And the wow. Bears had all the, the 49ers had 12 penalties. The Bears had three. Two and that so goes let's down talk to a, discipline and coaching. I let's think. talk about the Bears penalties. One of them was that freaky towel oh, penalty the, the on punter. the setup for, for a field goal. The punter was the holder on the field goal. That was terrible. At the end of the first half, the refs, the refs, the refs kill the game. They, they kill the game. Every they didn't know penalty, what they were doing. They're they huddling were... up. They're taking so much time. I mean, and then Congress they called a 15 yard penalty. Because the punter, the holder on the on the field goals, brought out a towel to wipe the ground, wipe the ball, wipe his ass. I don't know, but a 15-yard penalty because a guy brought a towel out. And meanwhile, the refs were wiping the ball with towels. The announcers game. didn't even know. We were listening to the post game on the radio. No one ever heard of that. I mean, the everyone rule was book, looking at each other like, rule book "What is, is this?" As, as thick as like the An Sears tower. Yeah, and. And who knew that there was a 15 yard penalty for the, for the towel? Like you can't bring out a towel yeah, when it's, that was not when it's monsooning. Okay, that was so not the punter's I'm not going to blame the punter, but I'm going to blame the rest because they literally took three points off the board. I think it was their first day on the job for um, the bears. Anyway, that, that was the first half. That actually game. brings me to points for the bears. Cairo Santos was the biggest disappointment I have seen out of him. First game of the season. I know the weather's bad, but he had two easy field goals for extra points. They weren't field points. goals. They were extra points. They were extra points, but they go through the upright, so I call them field goals. But they didn't go through the upright, so they didn't count. <laughs> so that was two points. But let's not focus on kickers and and the, the other the other flag on the Bears was intentionally taken on the Bears because they were winding down the clock and they took a delay of game so that they can just that um, really pissed me clock. off because I was like so, this is a, such a naggy era. No, 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 Ooh. no. That was a that was a good penalty. The bottom line is they really only had like one legit penalty call down, which is unheard of. And what was yeah. what was it's crazy shocking. was San Francisco. Got all these penalties. They were really, they had a 10 point lead. The first half, the Bears offense was inept. They just did not exist. And at halftime, we were like, oh my God, this is this is going to be a long, long season. I mean, we said that before the season started, but then yeah. they came out at halftime. I mean, what else? I mean, here's what I remember about the first half. Fields had a bad interception. Um, and Correct. we were, were our special teams were a little shaky catching a ball at the one yard line when we should have let it go. Our return guy, it's almost like he didn't even know where he was on the field. Yeah. Rookie um, mistake. Anyway, let's talk about second half. Um, I want to get back to the field interception really quickly. He threw that interception and he was one of, he was closer to tackling the guy who intercepted his ball than other teammates of his were. That's like Justin Fields. I was really in awe of him this game. He was really stepped up. He looked like a leader on the field and off the field, which I will get to later of what he did in the locker room. Remind me to mention that after, but he, I like really need to, you know, 
swallow my words on everything I shed on him for <laughs> last year. <laughs> last year, because he really stepped up and was a leader in this game. And well, plus he doesn't have a great supporting cast. I mean, and he by the doesn't, way, there was, he there was two sacks early hungry for it. Well, and, and he, he improvised and that's where his talent lies is when you're a great athlete like that and you can improvise. There was the broken plays for the bears is what started them to go and, and have find some success were literally broken plays where he improvised, where he started rolling out of the pocket and, and breaking tackles and then finding i mean that first touchdown where he he was scrambling and found uh, pettis open for a 50-yard touchdown is what really changed the momentum of the game and it was based purely on his athleticism yeah and it was really fun was and exciting fun. to watch a lot of fun. Yes. that's when the crowd really also woke up i think if this game was being played at San Francisco and, you know, it wasn't a home field advantage for the bears that it wouldn't have been the same result necessarily. There was a definite home field advantage. The fans kept the bears going. The weather was shitty. I mean, soldier field right now looks like a pond. Everyone is watching those videos of the bears sliding in the end zone. It's 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 an extension of Lake Michigan. Yeah. I mean, it was a mess out there, but they were having fun and the fans stayed and the fans kept them going. And weather that was is a great so equalizer. Fun and to we, watch. and and another key thing about the game is and we we had a big turnover in the first half. Our defense, they were they were about to score. San Francisco could have had another touchdown, if not minimum a field goal. But our rookie um Brisker from Penn State popped out a, um, a ball from Debo Samuel and he also recovered it. And that was a big, big turnover early. I want to talk about, I want to talk about our rookies specifically Brisker and Gordon Brisker's number nine. Kyler Gordon is number six. They were all over. They're both defensive backs, by the way, but they were all over the field. They were having fun. They played with so much passion, passion. Yeah. And let's not forget Eddie Jackson showed up after being on hiatus for two years, because after he got that big contract, he, he really was not, um, I still think we pay him way too much for what he does, but he made a great interception. He made a great interception in the fourth quarter. He sealed the game. He did. He really did. He deserves a game ball for that. But in the first half of the game, um, he got bulldozed over by Debo Samuel running into the end zone, like yes, he literally did. at the line. And it was the most embarrassing thing I have ever watched for Jackson to the, literally like the most embarrassing thing. That was the most embarrassing thing was, you've ever seen. It was not the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen, but that was pretty embarrassing how Debo Samuel like literally bulldozed him over and Jackson just like flopped over and didn't well, really just, do anything. Here's what I want to put in perspective. My, I want, I want you to, uh, you can agree or disagree, but you got to understand going into, it's a whole new season. We see that on many levels, but coming into this season, San Francisco is considered a, a top offense with a lot of talent, like a Debo Samuel. Trey yeah. Lance was always a question mark because it's his first, he was given the reins. You know, I know it's, it's sad for you that Jimmy wasn't 
It's very starting sad. today, but you know, he's he's still around and eventually he'll get another chance at some point in time, whether it's with the Niners or somebody else. By the way, I'm talking very softly because your sister is in the other room studying for an exam. So I got to be very careful. I can't this get is too much excited. More important. So anyway, I agree with you. But anyway, it's an economics exam. So it's a little important for your sister. So let's talk let's, about football. Uh, let's talk about football. So the the Niners had have a lot of talent on offense and they're considered one of the best defenses. And we held our defense held their offense to 10 points. Yeah. We they had two sacks early on on fields. And then they didn't have any sacks the rest of the game. I thought Fields was going to get killed after the first five, Bosa ten minutes was of the game. Kill Fields. I was like, but then Bosa's all of a sudden we we start we we were stepping up. We we made adjustments on the line and and, that and, and all defense to coaching. And that brings me back to what Justin Fields did in the locker room after the game. What did he do? He took two game balls in front of the entire locker room, all the players, everyone's soaking wet, but still, you know, very happy about the victory. He presented in front of his entire locker room, two game balls, one to the coach and one to the GM thanking them. And you can just see the difference between like the naggy era and the new era and the vibe in the locker room. And that shows that, you know, the players are committed to you know their staff who's you know coaching them and everything well, let's else. hope it continues because it's one right. game it's one and game you know who we play next week we'll get into that later but another interesting thing that happened and then we will get into next week was um the rookie saint brown he had a touchdown in the fourth quarter that was super exciting to watch um Three rookies really got involved today. So St. Brown, Kyler Gordon. St. Brown, Brown's not a rookie. He came from Green Bay. He's a veteran. Well. His brother, who actually plays brother, for De- okay. His brother's a rookie. He plays for Detroit. He had a That's touchdown a- today. Okay, wait. So I met. Okay, so I got the brothers confused. But not only did he, his brother have a touchdown today, too. Their touchdowns happened within minutes of each other. Oh, wow. That's cool. But Did you know that? I did not know it happened within minutes of each other, but the the Brown, St. Brown Bears player who had the touchdown, we we're all sitting there at the game and the we thought it was going to be a run. Here's where the where the coaching staff, I think, really made a a um I don't want to say tricky or strategic decision, but they really um fooled. A lot of people, the Bears were lined up totally looking like run. They had Mooney on the sidelines. They had Komet on the sidelines. Those guys had bad games, but they're still weapons. And when you take them out of the game and you line up in a very tight formation, everything looks like a run. They had two backs in the backfield showing a full back and everything looked like a run. And then they they faked the run and they did the pass. And, and I think they fooled everybody. They obviously fooled San Francisco. It was a great play call. Great play call for that St. Brown touchdown. Which also makes me think, you know, back to the Nagy era that, you know, Nagy came in the first year and had all these tricks. Everyone thought he was golden. He's, and yeah, and he, he was he was coach he of the was year. Great. That year. He was coach yeah. of the year. So I really hope that, you know, this isn't a repeat of that. Of course. You know? Of course. That's why we can't get too excited, but we had a fun time. It was a fun game. Yes, we 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 got wet, but it wasn't cold. Um, and uh, 
you could tell that the players were having fun. The energy in Soldier Field was how, great. How about that? Those sliding, the sliding at the end, and just the sliding Fritz, at the end was it's going awesome. viral all over the internet. That it was slide, awesome. It just shows, you know, how happy everyone there is. Was great, great uh, Sunday afternoon, great day for football. But let's get into. Green Bay next week. I wait. Do we want to talk about? Do we forget about who our sponsor is and the sauciest play of the day? <gasps> we did forget that you did mention our sauciest play of the game, but just sponsored by my dad's barbecue sauce. The sauciest play of the day. We knew it when it happened. Yes. Maya, you want to? You want to? It was the um, fifty yard or fifty one yard. Excuse me. Throw and catch for a touchdown. Um, and to that Pettis, was, to that was Pettis. the big scramble, and that's what that was made great. it a 10 at the time. It made it a 10, seven game. So yeah, that was our first points on the board really. So For 2022, it, it, it yep. woke everyone up and yep. it was really exciting. Um, I have a, so sorry, going back to next week, I have a slight conflict of interest. I am playing fantasy this year. And Aaron Rodgers is my fantasy quarterback. He didn't have a good day today, which means he, next week the Bears are in trouble, the Bears which is good trouble. for your fantasy team. I benched Tannehill this week and played Aaron Rodgers, and that was a huge mistake. Aaron Rodgers was probably on ayahuasca or something again, and I am really pissed off about it. But yeah, no, the Bears have to be prepared. They're playing at Green Bay. So I'd love to see an Aaron Rodgers conf- uh, press conference this week, pre bear game. I want to hear what the press asks him about owning the bears. And if he's, he's relaxed, he's going to be relaxed. He's going to be, you know, classic Aaron Rodgers. Um, we are facing off our former punter, Pat O'Donnell, who was our beloved punter for seven or eight seasons. Yeah, he was on the bears um, for a long time, a long time. And that was really sad to see him go because we punt a lot. We use our special teams a lot. And to have someone who is consistently good at kicking in or punting, sorry, in soldier field weather conditions and to give that up is a, uh, it's a risky move that yeah, I'm not the, thrilled the, about. But the punter today did well. His name is he, Gil. So we have to know the new players. Yeah. The new players. Root for the new player, players. Of course. And just hope that they don't bring towels onto the field because you'll get a 15 yard penalty if you do. Do they do that in uh, Pittsburgh? Because they've got a lot of towels. Yeah, right. Uh, the towel penalty. I, mean, I the swear if towel. it was Tom Brady that brought a towel on, there would be no penalty. I've never. That was craziness. It makes so, no sense. Um, so with we that, want to talk about, I mean, I, I, you know, there's we're, we were rooting for Baker today. You know, the Super Bowl teams lost a lot of seeing... close games today around the league. Yeah, and the opening game of the NFL was season, I was looking forward to the Bills-Rams game so much. That was such a disappointment. I was very excited. The Rams lost and the Bengals lost this week, both you know, the new season. The By the way, the New York Giants won. The Chicago Bears won. Yeah. Cleveland Browns won, who we thought was more dysfunctional than the Bears. And yeah, it's a new season. It just shows you it's a new season. But it's only week one. We got a long way to go. Long season. Um, Are you going to try and insert some videos and showing how Soldiers Field is falling apart with all the rain? 
the waterfalls down gonna, the stairs and the rafters the, breaking the down. Internet. I think I'm gonna let the internet take over on that one. But um, yeah, we, no. We got we got to talk about Arlington Heights at some point. We and will. Like, do we the will. do the Bears? Do we want a dome? Do we not want a dome? I want a we, dome. We absolutely. I'm a little tired of the elements. Dome. I'm getting to the age where I don't no, need the elements. Need I like dome. to stay dry. Okay. We will save that for another episode. Broadcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And without further ado, ready? One, One two. two, three. Go Bears!